and welcome to Cutting to the Board in the post-truth apocalypse. I'm Ben, as always, I'm getting Mike. Hello. Claire. Hey. And the strange guy who won't leave Mike's sofa, Pete. I'm still here. It's <laughs> only so been nearly two years yeah. now. I just won't leave. He and the sofa are one. I've been slicing flanks off him in the night. <laughs> yeah, he read this article a couple of years back yeah. and took ideas. <laughs> This week we bring you something incredibly light and fluffy. Very. <laughs> Starlin's Cannibal Island. Mike's pick this one. And where's all this available? This is available on YouTube at Apocalypse Ball. It's available on SoundCloud, Spotify and most other podcasting platforms at Cutting to the Bull in the PTA. And on Facebook we are Cutting to the Bull in the Post-Truth Apocalypse. A lot of new subscribers on there actually. Ooh, how many, how many places have we got this week then? Right, where we at? Edinburgh in the UK, Vasteras in Sweden, I think that's how you say it, there's little umloads in a circle above an A. I, I, need I have to, no idea how that works. I need to highlight Hornchurch. I was just thinking that. <laughs> just because that's a great that? name, Hornchurch. All right, Hornchurch. Horn <laughs> it's got to be said, the horn bit has to be said it like that. It does, doesn't, doesn't it? it? And you Picos in Brazil. Ooh. Bratislava in Slovenia, Frankfurt and Maine in Germany, welcome back to you, Shh. Shayar in the UAE, how would you say that? I don't have no experienced Arabic pronunciation. Alzingen in Luxembourg, Haiti in Missouri, Brussels, Belgium, Lapine in Oregon, Ashburn, Virginia, Guadalajara, Spain, Stevenage, UK, Madrid in Spain, and Dublin, Ireland. Welcome back to you, top of the chart. Thank you, Tim. Top of the morning. <laughs> no, we've lost him again. <laughs> <laughs> Right, so as I said, Starlin's Cannibal Island. Well, this is a doozy. Yeah, this is a fluffy one, isn't it? Obviously, yes. you put Starlin in the in any headline, you know it's going to be fluffy already. Yeah, fluffy and then you guy. Add the Cannibal Island to it. Oh, it's going to be a fucking plate of joy. This is <laughs> nom nom nom. Lots of tasty little snippets. Before we start, Starlin, I'd like to put forward as contender for best dictator moustache. Gotta be up there, isn't it? Yeah. Do you know what? Genuinely can't fucking picture it. Thinking chunky, isn't it? It is. It is. His name, Joseph Stalin, literally means man of steel. He named himself that. I'm not even gonna try and pronounce his real name. Yeah. I tried earlier, failed miserably. Yeah. Beards I go Castro every time for dictators. And Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Mike's a dictator. Mike's in charge of Cuba, didn't you know? I wish I had a dictator's money. <laughs> in charge of Cuba, <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah, that was quite a well well groomed. A well groomed tash, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Good man, and chunky. Man, and, man of steel, there's no links between him, him and Superman. And Superman. <laughs> <laughs> Superman was copying his name. <laughs> yeah. Without realising. <laughs> yes. So, I, I, I would hope. <laughs> I hope so too. I don't want to start in like Superman. Hold on, DC. Who's DC? Superman. No, but who 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 made DC? What do you mean who made DC? DC made DC. No, but you know Stan Lee created Marvel. Oh, it's just it's, it's it? various. I was wondering how whether he was a Nazi or something. No, Superman <laughs> was about pre-Nazi. There is a great cartoon called Superman Red Sun where Superman crashes in the USSR and gets raised as a communist Russian. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's actually really good. You get yeah. a Russian Batman as well. Hi, I am Batman. 
Batmanovich. He'd sound really <laughs> angry, wouldn't he? He does. Uh, he's very angry. He ends up somewhere. Russian Batman, ironically, to link that back, wasn't quite in Cannibal Island, but he was certainly in a gulag. Mm. In 1933, a small flotilla of lumber barges pulled up to Nazinsky Island and offloaded about 3,000, quote, settlers with orders to construct a, quote, special settlement as their little corner of Stalin's gulag. See, I wouldn't have known what gulag was until about three years ago when I started playing Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Ah, yeah. I didn't know what a gulag was. Educational and entertaining. Isn't it a prison? Basically, yeah. Really fucking hard. It's like a workhouse. It's like a workhouse prison. Do you know what a workhouse was? Yeah, we had them back in the Back in the day. (laughs) She sounds like she's talking... In, in memory. Oh, yeah, we had them back in the day. I Not in my work. day. I remember the workhouse. That was Claire's previous life when she was a Victorian <laughs> seamstress. Yeah, that's it. No, they, go, they were still going. It was widowed and got put in. <laughs> workhouse was still workhouse. going into the 1900s. No, yeah, they were still going were, last yeah. century. Like. Wasn't Victoria still going in the 1900s? 1901 she died. Was it 1901? Mm-hmm. But yeah, so... Anyway, yeah. Gulags. It was like a works working work camp. working prison, it's, wasn't it's, it? It's Soviet Russia's version of a concentration camp, effectively. Yeah. Except they don't systematically execute you. They, they just, just let you die. They just let you die through <laughs> overwork and underfeeding. Yeah. Not a place to be. No. <laughs> Certainly not this gulag. God no. The network of labor. So gulags are a network of labor camps that spread out across the Soviet Union, where millions of people were repressed and killed. And at least... What was it called? (laughs) What was it called? The Gulag. No, that was... Lazinski Island. Euphemistically. 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 I was trying to say that. I was was looking at it. It's like, what the fuck is that word? The KGB had a quota. How many people they had to put in these camps. A bit like the police have when they've got to stop a certain amount of people each week. Yeah. Basically, they were just snatching anybody up off the streets if they didn't have their paperwork and stuff like that. Seriously, man, it's fucking mental. Show me your papers. So you think it's just like, exactly, where's your papers? Why haven't you got your papers? Off to the gulag you go. It's like, nah, they're just rounding people up at a bar, isn't it? Someone who's a bit drunk or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Anyone for anything. 23 of the prisoners were already dead when they got to the island. This is in the first lot. So that's literally just 3,000 of them have turned up, 23 of them are already dead, probably for the best for them. Yeah. They're probably the lucky They're ones. They're the lucky ones in this scenario, Maybe, aren't they? Yeah. Maybe, yeah. So, without any tools, shelter, or food, and surrounded by armed guards who shot anyone who tried to brave the icy river, the prisoners quickly fell victim to starvation, disease, violence, and the brutal element and elements. And still, additional barges poured up at the island. Stalin thinks that this is part of Stalin's plan, though. It's it's a rapid modernisation of Russia, of the mm-hmm. Soviet Union. You're moving from a largely agricultural society to a largely industrial one. And, you know, they did it. Well, millions of people died. We'll never know how many millions of people. And because people were being taken from the farms to work in the factories... His own his own people. In Ukraine alone, like, 10 million people died. Terrible. And they're one of the biggest grain producers in the world. It's crazy. Why it's why he fucking hooked up so nicely with Hitler, wasn't it? Mm. Well for a bit. 
for well, yeah, for a little. Their friends were a bit. They're both autocratic dictators, weren't they? Yeah. Yeah, but Hitler's was lacking in the moustache department. <laughs> yeah, he couldn't he couldn't get the bush. He thought, "Fuck it, I'll just I'll chop it off there." I've always had a nice middle bit. Yeah, that, that's the, the best bit that grows. Fuck it, and in the testicle department. Allegedly, well, I suppose we'll never know that, will we? Well, he only had one ball. That's the rumor, wasn't it? The other was in the Albert Hall. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's very true. And do you know who his, his his number one enemy was? His mother for cutting it off. No, the Russian spy. Who cut it off? Eugenia Kabolikov. Uh. <laughs> Dear God. I just found myself die a little inside. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I thought it, it kind of went with the theme, yeah. you know. <laughs> so they're sending boats at the month of May, and so there's more people there, and by August, at least 4,000 people were dead or missing. Missing presumed shot, I assume. Or drowned in the icy river. Yeah. Hmm. According to a Soviet document dated August the 20th, 1933, there are only 2,200 survivors out of the 6,700 prisoners who have been sent to Nizinsky, a low-lying swampy strip some three kilometres long and about 600 metres wide. That's not very big for like 6,700 people to live on either though, is it? No. God, no. Well, to be fair, there was probably never more than about 3,000 on their living at one time was there. True. There's 2,200 people left and 300 of those are deemed at the time fit for further work. So they got sent to another gulag. <laughs> Potentially. Probably, or a, probably an already up and running one. Maybe. That's what that sounds like to me. The rest of them, they probably just... What did they do? Set them free? doesn't really tell you what happened to the rest of those 2,000... They either die of starvation a bit later on. The people that survived, yeah, the two thousand survivors. Yeah. What, what happened to them? Well, I guess they just continued doing their time somewhere else. Uh, yeah, that's what I mean. Until either they complete their time or they die from exhaustion. Yeah. Three three hundred of them were deemed at the time fit for further work, so they were more than likely just sent straight back Probably. to another goo like them. Probably, but bear in mind. They might be deemed fit for work, but they're still skin and bone. Yeah, they can just lift their arms yeah. and physically walk. Yeah, pretty <laughs> much. To quote Philofa Bailina, a resident of the village of Nazino on the north bank of the Ob River, recorded in oral history in 1989. Once a woman from the island of death was brought to our house. She was being taken to another camp. The woman was taken into the back room to spend the night and I saw that her calves had been cut off. I asked, and she said, they did that to me on the island of death. Cut them off and cut them. All the meat on her calves was cut away. Her legs were freezing because of this, and she had them wrapped up with rags. She's able to move on her own. She looked like an old woman, but in really, she was just a little over 40. Why could she walk or move? Just hobble along, shuffle along. Well, you've still got your you make do, don't you? bone and that to hold you up, haven't you? And Just the flesh that's missing. You're putting it? more onto your feet, your ankles, your knees. Oh. So you're probably walking Imagine quite it. bent and, and crooked backed because you're taking any forward momentum off, aren't you? Yeah. It's hard to imagine that, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, really. Not having any calf muscles and just, yeah. Watching some cunt eat them. I mean, yeah. <laughs> am I getting any of this? And the thing is, though, you've well, got, you got to eat a bit yourself. You're well, not starving. Everyone else is in. <laughs> yeah, at least I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm hungry. 
yeah. I can smell me. I can smell myself cooking. I smell delicious. Because <laughs> I've been like a month without food. I smell fucking great. Of course, I'm gonna want to. You know what? Give me some. Why the hell not? I'd eat it. You'd eat your own, but would you eat someone else's? What you got? To oh, food, food at that point, isn't it? It is. What you got to think as well? Poor sausage. She'd have been fucking wide awake. No anaesthetic. They've literally just fucking yeah. stabbed her fucking calf muscles off. They've just done and... They've held her down and fucking... You know, sliced, that's what I mean. Like, sliced that, up, that's they? Brutal, isn't it? Fuck it. The pain yeah. she must she's, have been in. And the women obviously had it worse because they were, you know, they can't, they're weaker than four or five men. But the pain that must have caused... Not just physically, emotionally after as well. Oh, fuck can't me, you? Like. I mean, well, you're in a gulag. It's not like you're fucking happy. Let's face it. This has no. plunged you right down. But I'd imagine there's not that many ways of killing yourself. Apart from to attempt to swim the river, which you probably won't, and you end up drowning because you're too weak to anyway. Try and get the guards to shoot you. So if you wanted to end it, though, that would be a sure way of making the guards shoot you. I'd try and get the guards to shoot me. I'd go and try and punch but, one of them. You know, but she's decided she wants to live. She's very unlucky that she didn't get infected. She might yeah, have well, that's it. That's another I'm thing. I'm saying isn't she's it? unlucky because you know she'd have been lucky if she'd got infected and died, wouldn't she? Well, no, because she survived and she was. No, but lived the, to a ripe still old going age. through all that. <laughs> no, no, yeah. No, it's horrible that. The secret police head Genrique Yagoda and Matty Berman, head of the Gulag system dreamed up a brutal social engineering project aimed at resettling at least two million people in the remote reaches of Siberia and Soviet Kazakhstan. Whether you like it or not. Whether you like it or not, you go into Siberia and, and Soviet Kazakhstan. The idea was that the settlers, quote settlers, would bring millions of hectares of land into cultivation and develop self-sufficient communities within two years. So, what they, so what, this is what they were banking on. The faeces, so all the faecal matter from these thousands of people they put in these little places, these desolate kind of areas, and the human bodies that decay and go into the earth and soil. I don't think actually human waste then, is good. Act- it's not, it's just as good compost. No, it's not as good as animal. It's, it, well, it's because of the food and things like that, because they eat grass and such that's why that's yeah. really good compost you need, you need poo with nitrates in it I don't know how much poo the human, there's a lot of nitrates in human nasty poo nasty bacteria in human poo but I'm wondering what they I, I was just going down yeah. a sick macabre thought were, yeah. like it was just the, maybe that, that was their initial intention yeah. like let's just let's make the, the lands fertile how can we do that shoot people what do the, you mean just shoot people the rotting they, bodies though the rotting yes. bodies the shit in the poo and all that kind of thing you'd have thought Bit of fertiliser for the ground. Might get some trees growing there now. Actually, it is quite... toxic, nasty. No, yes, but there's logic within that. I'm not sure about that. No, there's historical precedents for it. Not only the Romans, the Greeks and the French would plant grapes on on, on battlefields. The first year would be shit. Once all those nutrients have been absorbed into the soil, more the dead bodies... Second year was always thought to make, make the best wine. Oh, right. It's, you think mm. it's natural fertiliser in lots of different roundabout ways. All the different oils mm. and things like that within our body and everything. Yeah, there it's, is, all, it's all, yeah. There is historical precedence mm. for it. Absolutely. How true it is, but I didn't say... I was on. just using sick <laughs> logic, thinking maybe that was their sick logical way of thinking. 
Why else would they be sending all these people to yeah. well, they wanted si- labor, didn't they? the reaches of Siberia? That, um, we're talking about... There's all that barren land that could be turned into farmland. This and, is they and you've got a labor. famine going on. Yeah. Yeah. You but, know. but why would you be trying to send people to farm the outer reaches of Siberia and things like that, where it's just pure fucking 12 just, foot of snow kind of thing all think, the time? Every, yeah. Isn't it tundra in a lot of it? It is like cold it's, and sort it's of a bit rocky and horrible. Yeah. Rocky soil, so you trying to break that fucking soil with pickaxes. So what? What were they ever thinking was ever going to really happen there? Because it's a good old-fashioned Soviet Union thinking: throw enough people at it, and you'll do it. Yep. Didn't work in this scenario. It's not worked recently either, has it? No, worked in the Second World War though. Throw loads of people at a problem, i.e., the Nazis. It went away. Yeah, but that was only because of the rest of the world also threw a lot of people at the Nazis. Yeah, but well. the Russians lost more than everyone else combined. So that tells you... Well, it tells you, number one, you're right, but number two, they're not the best trained, or they weren't the best No, but trained. when there's a... Never mind, Stalin himself said, never mind the quality, feel the width. <laughs> so to generate settlers, quote settlers, the government reinstated the hated system of domestic passports that have been banned after the... 1917 Bolshevik coup. So that's basically show me your papers. Mm-hmm. That you see when you used to play Call of Duty, the original ones and things like that. Yeah. You had to knock a guard out, take his uniform and his papers. Call of Duty. Medal of Honor. Medal of Honor. That's the one. And then you would see the, the fire button. Instead of shooting someone, you just, your arm just thrust out and held some papers <laughs> and then thrust back again. <laughs> so almost immediately, police throughout the country began rounding up anyone found in a place other than where they were registered. So if you were at your mate's house... Yeah, the next town. Yeah. Fucking hell. One young man said, I didn't do anything, I was a student in Moscow. On the weekend, I went to visit my aunt who lives in Moscow. I got to her apartment and knocked on the door. But before she opened the door, they grabbed me right there. I was arrested because I didn't have my passport with me. <laughs> Why? Vera Panovia... A resident of the village of Ust-Timer uh, gave an oral history in 1989 recording meeting a man named Kuzma Salnikov who had been on Cannibal Island. He was a miner from Novokuchnesk, married with two children. Once he went to Novobrusk, I think that's it. <laughs> <laughs> it's Nov- wonderful, this Novos- article. Novosubrusk, or something like that, and stopped at the central market. At that moment, they surrounded the market, set up a dragnet, and arrested everyone who wasn't carrying documents. Everyone, including women and children, were loaded onto the barge and sent to Nazinski Island. To carry on the quote, there was no food. People were tortured by hunger. The guards threw them bits of bread as they passed the island. If you got a piece, you ate. The rest had nothing. Mm. Salnikov was there, but he managed to escape. He swam the river and made it through the swamps to a village and after that worked on a collective farm. The police, however, arrived too quickly. Sorry, the police, ever worked too quickly. When the first 35,000 people arrived in Tomsk in April 1933, their camp had not been built. Prisoners continued to collect, but they could not be transported further because the Ob and Tom rivers were still iced over. As was standard practice in Stalin's Gulag, common criminals were mixed in among the political prisoners and anybody else who they just managed to round yeah. up as a means of maintaining an atmosphere of terror. Mm. And I suppose if you're just... If you're some young chap who's been spouting a bit of anti-communist propaganda... 
you're going to be and shutting been, up, aren't you? You've been afterwards. to university and you get arrested and sent to this and you're in there with murderers, criminals, rapists, thugs. You're going to get eaten alive for one. It's not going to go well for you, is it? Yeah, I think it would probably change your mind on your views as well, on, on the outside oh. maybe. You certainly wouldn't be spouting anything again, would you? I'd be a fucking devout communist after that. <laughs> oh, poor people. Yeah. They were fucked, weren't they? Oh, fuck, yeah. There's... Soviet documents reserved in the Gulag Museum in Tomsk record the interrogations of th- some of the criminals who were at Nazinsky Island. One was asked if he ate, quote, human meat. No, that is not true. I only ate livers and hearts. <laughs> <laughs> That's human flesh, though. Yeah. That, yeah. <laughs> I don't know how he's justifying that isn't human it's meat. It's the sweetbreads, aren't they? Huh? They're meant to be the f- nicest bits. I know we're still eating your meat. Something that's he says, no, that's well. not true. Only it lives in hearts. Come on. Maybe yeah. that's how he, how he, how he told himself. Like it's only liver and hearts. So only liver in, as he ate it. You know. <laughs> yeah, it's not person. It's deer. This is deer liver and heart. Yeah. We caught a deer earlier. That's how you got justified yourself, isn't it? <laughs> what are you spooning out of a man's fucking chest? It's well, you're not deer. doing that. You're. It's just a deer. <laughs> it's just a deer. It's just a very naked deer. <laughs> very bald deer <laughs> that's saying ouch stop it no they're dead I'd imagine they'd be dead <laughs> I don't know that woman got her fucking calves cut off she was still alive oh yeah probably trying to spoon their hearts out whilst they're still alive why with the spoon because it's blunt it more well it gets worse asked for details he said it was very simple it was just like shashlik we made, we made skewers from willow branches, cut it into pieces, stuck it on the skewers, and roasted it over the campfire. He carries on, I picked those who were not quite living, but yet not quite dead. It was obvious they were about to go, that in a day or two they'd give up, so it was easier for them that way. Now, quickly, without suffering for another two or three days. Others described women who were tied to trees, while men cut off their breasts, calves, and other body parts. Mm, fucking hell. Another criminal, common criminal whose interrogation survives bragged of beating prisoners to extract the gold in their dental work. In order to get smokes, he said, when asked why he did it, people need to smoke. From the guards you get a matchbook of tobacco or two whole newspapers for rolling cigarettes. Cool. Lovely. Oh, that, let's just trot back a little bit. So the one, like, if you're lying there and they know you're on the way out in a couple of days, he's, he's just going to smother you and cut your heart out. And your liver. Great. If you're a woman, you're getting tied to a tree and you're getting basically dissected for meat. I'd be all right with being smothered. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather be smothered to death or strangled yeah. to death than... Then be tied to a tree and be basically harvested for meat while I'm still alive. Yeah. I know, why do they just fucking kill them? And then harvest their meat? Because the meat, you don't rot in meat, do you? It starts to decompose. You kill them and you fucking take it off instantly. Isn't there something... Mature it. <laughs> just smoke this first. They're starving, aren't they? They just want... They're not going to wait for the 28-day matured. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck me. Yeah. Oh, it's 28-day matured. (laughs) Isn't there something about you don't show the animal the knife because it ruins the meat? 
the fear. The you get the adrenaline flood through yeah. the bloodstream and it ruins the meat. I don't think they're worried about. Hey, these are these. Just, there'll be farmers in that crowd. They, they know are what professional I'm talking about. by now. They've been doing it a while, you know what I mean? They there'll were... be farmers, there'll be butchers, there'll be bakers, there'll be candlestick makers, there'll be all sorts of people in this crowd. Making candles out of the earwax of the dead. There you go. <laughs> oh, that's grim. It's all grim. What am I on about? This should be a Christmas episode. Yeah. Surprise it's not. Maybe we'll save it for Christmas. Happy Christmas, everyone! <laughs> Just in case. <laughs> if not... Oh well. <laughs> well I tell you what, we'll re-release it over Christmas. <laughs> the disaster on Cannibal Island was so horrifying that a local communist instructor named Vasily Vachenko sailed on his own to investigate in July 1933. It's only been there two months. From the May, May, June, July, three fucking months. Already thousands of people are dead and eating each other. Doesn't take a lot of people starving. No. They were only three missed meals a day from anarchy. Three missed meals from anarchy. Or is it five missed meals from anarchy? One of the two. He interviewed dozens of people and wrote an 11-page report. Is that it? 11 pages. That he sent to Moscow. What? One page of print? They're eating each other. (laughs) That's all you need, isn't it? That's all you need, yeah. He sent it to Moscow, Novosibirsk, and the district centre, Narim. His report was stamped, quote, top secret, but not by top men in this scenario. Not top men. And only came to light in 1994. Fucking hell. To quote him, people began dying. They burned to death alive or sleeping close to their fires. They died from exhaustion and cold. Imagine being so exhausted you just were all a bit close to the fire by accident and you haven't got the strength to pull yourself out. Oh, I'm sure someone would have just jumped on you and started eating you. <laughs> He's cooking himself. <laughs> yeah. Fucking brilliant. I'd imagine they'd eat you after. Don't let him get too charred. Yeah. Just wait until he's died, then put him out. He'd be lovely, like medium rare. Beautiful. <laughs> oh, that's grim. Immediately after the snow and frost came the rains and freezing oh, winds. Oh, <laughs> And the people were laughing. Sympathy and we're, talk- and we're talking about July as well. You know what I mean? Summer months. <laughs> it yeah, because we're not past July. It's been a S- Siberian summer, this is. they're on the, this side of the hemisphere, yeah, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, so no, they're not reverse like the Australian upside downers and that, are they? No, this is the good weather. Yeah. The freezing so winds. So this is their nice weather, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Fucking the rains hell. and freezing winds are what? better than the snow and frost, apparently. Yeah, because it'll get down to like minus 10, minus 15. Oh, yeah, that's about to be shorts there, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> the people were still left without food. Every fourth or fifth day, some rye flour was bought to the island and distributed to the settlers. A few hundred grams each. After getting the ration, the people ran into the water and mixed it with the flour in their hats and ate it. Many people just ate the flour as it was, and since it was a powder, many suffocated from breathing it in. Yeah, you're not making bread, are you, on Ireland? For fuck's sake. 
Well, surely you'd see one person breathe it in and then just go, oh, don't breathe it. <laughs> fucking yeah, good idea, is it? There's no one there that long enough to teach these lessons to anyone. Oh, <laughs> it's shit. The, the, you, know, you do that. I said, Pete does that on Monday. You rock up on Monday afternoon. <laughs> don't see him do that and do it Tuesday. No oh. one's there to pass this on. People aren't living long enough to pass knowledge on at this point. Oh, you're just that fucking desperate. You're just that hungry. It's like, yeah. screw it. Stick your face in it. Yeah. And Nazinski Island was finally evacuated in July 1933. My God. Uh, when Valencio reached it in August, all the, quote, settlers were gone. To quote him, the grass on the island was head high. But locals who went there to gather berries returned after discovering corpses in the grass and stick shelters full of skeletons. Three months? That's it? Are you sure that it started in May 1933? Yeah. It just doesn't seem... There you go. Yeah, it just doesn't seem right, though, does it? You know what I mean? It's like... Mate, it's Siberia winter and you've got no food. But all of that has happened within three... It sounds so much to have happened with such a short period of time you're on a tiny 6, island people that's quite a lot i know on a tiny island siberian winter you've got no food well actually siberian summer but yeah no. it's like our winter yeah you've got no food you've got no shelter you're you basically dumped you here to build a community and to get farming and the longer it takes you to do that the longer you're without food it's like an incentive Get cracking. Yeah, but if there's no trees, they can't build shelter, and you know it's just. Yeah, they don't care about that. Bit of an impossible task, I think they've given. Bit mental in it. Yeah. Of course, it's mental. Well, if they'd have given them basic supplies to start with. This is, Soviet, this is not. This is Stalin Soviet Union. There's no I, common sense in it. But like, why didn't they think? Well, we need to at least give them seeds and things like that to start off. I. It's just. Wouldn't they probably cut down the trees or cut down the grass? They might get some some seeds at that point. For what? More grass? I eat that, are you? Well, for whatever's fucking they're gonna grow. Potatoes, I assume. It's just grain. It was just. A, I know it was a ridiculous concept, but it was a ridiculous concept. Every, how well, anybody was... that was supposed to have been even slightly fucking educated, even slightly educated. Surely knows. Oh, let's go. St- it's like sticking somebody on a not just a, a desert island, but I mean literally a desert island in the middle of nowhere. That's just literally just a, bit, a mound of fucking sand. Sticking on there and going right. You got no supplies. Live for a year. Crack on. You're not gonna. You're dead within a few days. And how many? It's just just as fucking shit as that. Prisoners or settlers were farmers. I mean, one, what was it? One kid was. So they knew what to do, you know what I mean? They knew what to do as well, and they still couldn't fucking do it, and it just ended up with them just eating each other and fucking... That that was basically their means of survival, I'm assuming. The only food they actually had was when somebody carped it. They thought, fuck this. Well, let's eat them calves. They look nice and juicy. She used to be a runner. I'm not eating them. They'll be tough as fuck. Give me a boob, though, if she's got any. (laughs) 
<laughs> Most women runners don't have big boobs. It's just an observation. But then you, you go there like uh, only a month or so, and there's fucking just skeletons piled up in wooden shacks. Fucked up, that is a nightmare, isn't it? Fucked up. You, know, you, you open the door, and there's just like ten dead, but ten skeletons just lay there, all died from starvation. That's gonna put a crimp on I the kids' have... berry picking day, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I should imagine they've gone. You know they died somewhere else and then they've been put in the shack haven't they well they've just been in there huddling for shelter together and individually died oh. on a particularly cold night that just wiped them mm. all out or something oh imagine the smell anyway Nasty. oh the smell but them berries were juicy though see I don't know why they didn't just like punch the trees get some wood then like just go and pick loads of berries and plant them and you'd have loads of trees and then you punch them trees, have more wood. Before you know it, you got a big mansion, just like on Minecraft and <laughs> things like that. You know, simples. As soon as the camp was abandoned, the locals went there and started collecting gold teeth. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Verchenko's report caused a sensation in Moscow. The Communist Party sent a special commission to Nazino to investigate, and the facts of the report were largely confirmed. Several officials of the former camp were reprimanded, you naughty boys, <laughs> and sentenced to prison terms ranging, ranging from one to three years. Verchenko's report was labelled secret and tucked away do in the archives. Were, do you reckon they were sent to gulags? Possibly. Yeah, yeah. possibly, yeah. yeah. Bit of justice. Verchenko, however, got fired from his party job because you've just sort of exposed the incompetence of our beloved leader. He's quite lucky, actually. He only got fired. He later became a journalist and gained some fame as a war correspondent during World War Two. He travelled with the Red Army all the way to Berlin. After the war, he wrote several novels singing the praises of the transformation of Siberia <coughs> under the Soviet government. He never wrote anything else about Cannibal Island. I'm guessing he was silenced in some way. I'm guessing he was probably quite a staunch communist at that point, because... <laughs> How can you praise it? Oh my god. Unbelievable after what he just, he just seen. Well, because he was made to praise mm. it. Yeah. Then you also know one. It's more of a case of don't mention that and we won't kill you. But mention that in a real positive yeah. way and we won't kill you. Yeah. <laughs> you're a famous war correspondent. Write a piece on Siberia. And you're from Siberia. Write a piece on how awesome it is nowadays. Is that a picture from the camp, is it? Assumingly. Yeah, a group of settlers. Yeah. yeah they're even wearing fucking striped pyjamas. Yeah. Well, because he was snatched out of his... I think that might be actually a suit. He's got a tie on. Yeah. It looks like striped pyjamas. Yeah. Probably they're because all... he's so skinny, the way it's hanging off him. They just saw in the clothes they were pretty much taken in, aren't they? That's... Mm. Oh, it's such a shame. Horrific, isn't it? Yeah. Oh god, it's terrible. Just as this show happened when you let a chap in who's a complete maniac and let him have total control. And next week's episode is going to be Nazi training. <laughs> training camps. The Holocaust. We're yeah. covering the Holocaust. No, we're not. Definitely no. not. I said training camp. Nazi training <laughs> camp. At least you didn't say holiday camp. <laughs> Isn't that how they basically... They tried to sell it as that, though, didn't they? The Holocaust deniers will tell yeah. you that they were holiday camps nowadays. Yeah, yeah. But, but they were... They, some people went to these 
camps voluntarily, didn't they? Because they were sold it. I don't think so. I believe, I believe somewhere. I'm sure. I, Maybe at the very, sure very start. Did. Like, hey, come and relocate to this area. Because it was... I don't know sure about that. I've somewhere never heard... Somewhere. It's usually could have been taken by force. <laughs> I might have dreamt it. But I'm, it's something in my head telling me I've heard that somewhere. That, there was, that they were like... People were coaxed into it, basically. Maybe at the very, very start. Mm. Come and, and then, settle this new land. And then when there was resistance, they were like, this, is, this isn't working. Yeah, you can't Why aren't we hearing right? back off these people? Yeah. <laughs> they said they'd write to us. <laughs> Why has all their property been seized? Terrific, isn't it? The cruelty that people can do to other people. Yeah. I mean, okay, I'm on about the guards here, just... Letting them rot on this island yeah, yeah. without any food. Chucking little fucking crumbs of bread yeah. over just to tease them almost. Yeah. Just, like, just distributing flour, that's it. Right, I mean... Yeah. yeah, it's pure sadism, isn't it? It's absolute sadism. And that's... But these these people have done nothing wrong, most of them. No, he's been rounded up. Just in the wrong, t- wrong place at the wrong time. But in these situations, the sociopaths and the psychopaths always rise to the top, don't they? Yeah, it's them with money, isn't it? That's it. As well. Power corrupts, isn't it? And absolute power corrupts, absolutely. Unless you're me. (laughs) Good job you haven't got absolute power then. Not yet. (laughs) Not on that bomb. (laughs) Just fucked up facts. If you are, I reckon so, yeah. Yeah. Can the theme tune then, please? Facts, facts, fucked up facts, facts. Facts. Fucked up facts! Well then, Mike, here's with some knowledge. In ancient Rome, when the citizens became unhappy with their city's governance, they would all simply leave. Ha! <laughs> Just leave the city. Yeah. Since the politicians required citizens to keep the city running, they were forced to give in to the demands. According to historians, this happened at least five times. Vote in with your feet. Yeah, I love that. Quite, yeah, I quite like that. Yeah, everyone, we're having a picnic outside the city walls today. It's a strike, isn't it? Basically, mass. Yeah, just pick up and, and leave. And yeah, the Romans weren't as like. Well, I suppose it's, uh, they, I mean, they were a democracy at one point, weren't they? In everything, haven't yeah, they? Yeah, they've they've dabbled in a bit of everything. The fastest memorizers in the world can memorize the order of a deck of fifty-two cards. And how quick do you think? Oh, a couple of seconds. As, as fast as I can see the cards. As fast as you can flip the cards. Less than 15 Less oh, seconds. Wow. Well, so you just literally like flip yeah. through it like that. Christ, I can't remember what I did yesterday. <laughs> I, don't know, I, I, I don't see that as being that difficult. You really? Learn you, can, you can train yourself You can probably learn that quite quick. To get quite quick at it. Maybe you've not got to like train your 50, brain, I imagine, to but get... But you know what I mean? You look at a deck of cards, you've only got four kind of cards to remember, and then it's just remembering in the order there, but then remembering... That's oh, rock it's hard. It's rock 15 hard. seconds, 52 cards. No, I said Darren 15 Brown. seconds, yeah, yeah, but I reckon I could do that... Well, let me put this way to you. I couldn't do it in 15 days. I couldn't do it in 15 days. Darren Brown, I watched the Darren Brown, the famous magician. Well, he's not a magician, is he? What is he? The one that can't spell his own name. A mentalist. That's it. The one that can't spell his own name. Darren Brown. What kind of name's Darren? Because he's better than me called Darren. (laughs) No one likes a Darren. (laughs) Apologies for any Darrens out there. (laughs) That's why everyone calls you Daz. Yeah. 
basically. No one likes a dad when that's We've what we call your dad. We've just lost four listeners. <laughs> Don't care. Yeah, where was I? He trained himself to to memorise the London A to Z book that taxi drivers use. Hmm. The A to Z of every street listing in London. And he did it in three months. It took him, he'd spend hours a day doing it. And at that point, though, he could, like, you go, he'd, he'd so call it a Euston Way in London, and he'd go, page 52. Mm. That's good. You know, he memorised it to that detail. It took him three, three and a half months, something like that. So, no offence, Pete, he's a trained mentalist. <laughs> no. You're a, no offence, you partake in Mary Jane. <laughs> you haven't done any brain training for quite a while. I think it's going to be a similar amount of time for you to be able to do it in under 15 seconds. I'm not saying anywhere near 15 seconds. What I'm saying is, memorising a deck of cards, I don't think is that difficult, because there's only four... It's just... We'll try it later, I've got a deck of cards. Fuck send God. you over, they give you, home, <laughs> give you some homework, see how long Better things to do in my time than try to memorise a fucking deck of cards. What I'm saying is, if it was something a bit more impressive... If you win, I'll buy you a present. If you do it in under 50 seconds, I'll buy you a present. But yeah, I'd do it, because it's an offer. <laughs> I'll come along again. I'd never get anywhere near 15 I'll minutes, tell you what. let alone 15 yeah, seconds. I'll tell you what, I want, I want a, you remember as a deck of cards, you've got two minutes. Right. I'll buy you a present. Yeah, okay. But no, I just think... I just think mm. That's what, what I'm saying is, there's only 1 to fucking 13, basically, in a roundabout way, and then there's four variations of that. And I don't think that would be as hard as... There, there could be so many more harder things to memorise in a quick time. And I think a deck of cards is a bit... Eh, okay. You know it's impressive, so but it could be better. That was my point. 15 seconds isn't bad. Well, it's not bad, is it, I suppose, but... I, I, was, I was thinking like more like five, admittedly. I was thinking lower, so that's why I think I was a little bit... There's 52 things in Unimpressed. It. 52 <laughs> things in order... Yeah, no, I can barely do a shopping it list. It is impressive, but yeah, I think there could be harder things to memorise. All right, Mike, what you got next? Did you know the word tyre comes from a tyre? The tyre, the car tyre, or tyre yeah, spelled tyre of a car. Oh, a tyre, interesting. Okay. The wheel protection was seen as clothing the carriage. Mm-hmm. Ah, okay. Yeah, put the jacket round the wheel to mm. you know. Protect it. Yeah. Is that where them white, beautiful white rim tyres come in? Well, they're in the thirties in America and the suicide doors and the to make it look pretty. Yeah. To make it look like a tuxedo. Yes. Mm. Oh, put on my formal tyres, dear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in the town tonight, father swanky ones. Jeffrey, the formal wear. Put on the white walls. <laughs> Apparently, octopuses have nightmares. Aww. How the fuck would they know that? How yeah. would they know that? Hey, should we cure cancer or see if octopuses have nightmares? <laughs> Get your fucking priorities straight, science! How much money was pumped into that? I just think it's ridiculous. Yes, you could maybe say they dream, but say they have fucking nightmares. Well, did you ask the octopus, is that a nice dream or a nasty dream? It's fucking. It would there be a way of like you'd watch them sleep, and if they decide to thrash about a bit, you assume they're having a nightmare. But that would only be assumption, then, wouldn't of it? Of course, yeah. Mm. Unless you got them with like things on their brains. I was thinking electrodes yeah. on the side of their head. But then they're underwater. 
and then they're not naturally if you've got some wild animal that's got fucking things attached to its head, it's probably not going to be in its most comfortable yeah. environment in itself anyway. So, I, I, yeah, I don't call that. I think science needs to get its fucking priorities in order. Yeah. Cure cancer, get us to Mars and sort out the climate change. Yeah. There you go. That's what I'm putting all our resources into. Well, it is fucked up facts, not... Common facts. sense facts. <laughs> According to physics, your tea will stay hotter if you add the milk as soon as possible after making it rather than waiting. Well, obvious. What? Oh. As a tea drinker, I cannot partake, participate in this competition. I'm not a tea drinker. So what? So put the water in. Yep, make your cup of tea and add the milk instantly. Yeah. Do you pour it in at the same time as the water? Well, you just put the water in, put the milk in, give it a stir, and then you know exactly when it's ready because you see the right colour you want as well. That's what I do, but yeah. Well, some people don't add the milk until after. To how long, though? Like, if they well, wait the longer you minutes, wait, obviously it's going to be colder because you're adding cold milk to even colder fucking water. Well, there you go. So that's just logic. There's no fucking... Who needs... Who needs... Again, <laughs> physicists, <laughs> fucking start teaming up with the chemists and start fucking curing cancer, you... Fucking lay about twats. Get a real profession. Sort out the wormhole theory and find out if there's a multiverse or if there's a king bear. Who gives a fuck? Obviously, tea's going to be colder if you wait longer for the fucking water to cool down. Jesus. Stop wasting our time, physicists. I like bombshell. (laughs) Physicists. Sort your lies out. You're inventing (laughs) nuclear weapons. Yes. Now you've sorted out tea. You need to worry about the fucking impending doom from the alien attack yeah. we're going to have. Yeah. Sort out a railgun, damn it. Yeah, start sorting out laser pistols for everyone. Shields as well. Shields would be good. Laser, like, like um, proper, like... Force fields. Like, yeah, force field yeah. shields. And over cities. That'd be handy. That was the sound effect of my force field, like, deploying, by the way. Was it? Alright. Yeah. I don't want one over the city, uh, over the, the town or the city. Well, what if the so aliens attack? It's a bit like the dome. You'll be glad of it when the aliens attack and your house doesn't get blown up. Oh, we'll be alright anyway, mm. we've got the dome already, so we'll be sound. <laughs> That's why the aliens can't attack. Yeah, yeah. They've been trying for years, mate. the dome, keep bouncing up. Every time we have a thunderstorm, <laughs> it's not really thunder. Like, Shit, you know press, press the thunder and lightning button we're getting attacked again start start a conspiracy theory saying that, <laughs> that would probably thunder take and lightning on. isn't thunder and lightning it's just UFOs bouncing off the dome when they're trying to attack us <laughs> the fir- firmament yeah. alright we'll end with this fact in 2021 one year old Luca Yupanki Yupanki Luca Yupanki released an album she recorded from within the womb. Oh my god. <laughs> okay. She recorded. <laughs> she says. So she was like, Mum, I know I'm not out yet. But I'm going to play you some bitching tunes. I, I don't understand this. Like, Did her mum just record her womb? Her womb noises. As the baby I'm guessing, grew. and she released it as an album. It must be the only it's got logical be, explanation. I don't think yeah. she was like spinning dirty beats <laughs> no, no, inside her mum. 
rapping I'm about rapping on the ribs like rapping about <laughs> bitches and hoes <laughs> I mean she never said a bitch or a hoe at that point <laughs> and where'd she get the vinyl from to spin yeah I don't know what the hell <laughs> I've lost myself that's crazy thanks for listening I've been Ben don't do the favourite and don't join the call I mean, Mike, thanks for listening. Please say it when it's forced to be with you. I've been there. You can open mine, but not so open that it spills out your ears. And I'm still Pete. Enjoy your week, guys. Take care.